All right, we're back, and we're discussing today The Midnight Library, but... By Matt Haig. Matt Haig, yep. We're doing pages... 1 to 144. There you go. First bookmark is in page 5. 27 hours before she decided to die. I feel like that's an awkward start to the book. It's mm. like you already know. Yeah, you already know something bad happens, and right. and it sets the mood. Yeah. Which I guess, thinking about it, knowing what we've read so far, it makes sense. But not knowing what the book was about, mm. it was a really rough start. Like, oh geez, okay, this is gonna be a depressing book. Especially after. Uh, under the whispering door. Yeah, right. It was like all death. Yeah. But so far, so good. Yeah. More or less. I gotta get out of this trend. <laughs> I know. It's <laughs> a happy book, Stanley. Yeah. <clears throat> and then when we read happy books, like, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Thanks, That's me. 15. Nora shook her head, wishing it would fall off her own head onto the floor so she never had to have a conversation with a stranger ever again. Yes. yes. Wow, okay. <laughs> Introvert much? <laughs> mm-hmm. Page 22. She knew only one thing with absolute certainty. She didn't want to reach tomorrow. She stood up, she found a pen and a piece of paper. And it was, she decided, a very good time to die. Hmm. All right. Well, same topic. Um, she's decided to to end her life, and she is absolutely certain. Yeah. So there she goes. Start of the adventure. So the next chapter is basically her in a. She sees her old, like mentor, basically, and she's like, "I do not know what's happening." Yeah, it's an old <clears throat> lady. And then Mrs. Elm, the mentor, says, "Between life and death, there is a library." And within that library, the shelves go on forever. Every book provides a chance to try another life you could have lived, to see how things could be different if you had made another cho- made other choices. So she's in this library. She's going to make choices. Mm. See what happens. Yeah. I feel like if I were on her shoes, I think that would be pretty awesome. Like, ooh, get to experience new things. That sounds good. Why not? <clears throat> um. <laughs> Same page, um, Nora. Even that was something Nora couldn't do properly, it seemed. <laughs> she, like, didn't die, die. She went to this, like, weird kind of in not between. quite in-between purgatory situation. Not dead. <laughs> yeah, and she got angry. She's like, what yeah. the heck? Come yeah. on, I just want this to be over. <laughs> mm. And <clears throat> I think, um... Even Mrs. Elm, she, I don't know if we highlighted any of this, but she asks Mrs. Elm, like, am I dead? And Mrs. Elm was like, eh, no, not really. Not yet. <laughs> not, well, not yet, right. Page 32. <clears throat> you always have to wait for my say-so. Why? Every book in here, every book in this entire library, except one, is a version of your life. Mm, no, so, that's a lot of books. Yeah. Um... So I'm trying to nail down the the rules of mm-hmm. this library. Apparently she can't she shouldn't enter the books by herself. She should ask for guidance from herself. Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll see as we progress through the story if she 
counters that rule mm-hmm. and goes off somewhere else. Um, then the next page. Um, yes, that one. It's something you have written without ever having to type a word. What? This book is the source of all your problems and the so- and the answer to them. But what is it? It's called, my dear, the Book of Regrets. <laughs> yeah. So she told her, like, yeah, you can go to any book except one book. It's the Book of <clears throat> Regrets. So mm-hmm. you imagine if she goes into her books of regrets and starts living all of her regrets at once. <sighs> Especially if they then um, peter out into different life yeah. uh, experiences, right? Yeah, it's kind of like, <clears throat> this book reminds me a lot of the butterfly effect, especially in this, like, the book of regrets regard, because, <clears throat> you know, the butterfly effect is if you change one thing, then, you know, there are multiple kind of outcomes uh, that could happen, or if you don't change the one thing, then, you know, same thing. Um, so it's kind of like, if she had made... A certain different decision based on her regret, like her entire life completely changes. I remember so maybe, the butterfly maybe, effect. You mean the movie? N- well, the movie is based on the concept. The, the concept. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen the movie? I, I did. I don't remember it though. <clears throat> and then, you know, the next chapter is called The Book of Regrets. So. Yeah, so she opened it for a little bit and she just passes out. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so next highlight, page 37. <laughs> Make it stop. Close it now, instructor Misan. Close the book. Not just your eyes. Close it. You have to do it yourself. Mm. Oof. So I guess what's interesting, though, <clears throat> is, you know, this whole book of regrets, Midnight Library thing. Uh, I guess the rule, Nora has to be guided by Mrs. Elm to the books, but then she has to then make her own decisions once she opens them, kind of thing. Like, Mrs. Elm can't be like, okay, that's enough. <laughs> yeah, 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 and it's, it's her choice when to get out as well. Right. It's, it's, she has some control. Right, well, yes. Yeah. Page 38. The point is, there is a strong possibility that your old life is over. You want to die, and maybe you will. And you will need somewhere to go, somewhere to land, another life. So you need to think hard. And then same page, a little bit farther below. The moment you decide you want that life, really want it, that everything that exists in your head now, including this main library, will eventually be a memory. So vague and intangible, it will hardly be there at all. So she gets to pick any possible life of hers, and she can stay in it. And eventually she'll lose her memories mm-hmm. of, of uh, her previous time. Mm-hmm. Now, like, she couldn't get a better deal out of this. <laughs> Yeah, she's like, meh. I know, this is an insanely good deal. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Especially if she didn't like her like her life enough to keep living, but she can keep living in another one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some caveats, which we'll get to. Mm. Page 39. It can be subtle, but as soon as disappointment is felt in full, you'll come back here. Sometimes the feeling creeps up. Other times it comes all at once. If it never arrives, you'll say put. And you'll be happy there, by definition. It couldn't be simple. <laughs> what if she feels disappointment like 50 years later? Does she still go back to the middle of that area or? By the rules, yeah. I mean, 
wait a second. What if her life where she kills herself is one of those lives? Because she came back here because she was disappointed. And she didn't say that she actually died. She was writing the letter and then it went to the the next chapter. Yeah, it could be that she's running <laughs> into the midnight lab. Ooh, the thick plotters. That is interesting, yeah. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <clears throat> 42. Um, oh, <laughs> she is reading something that she wrote, I guess. Uh, this is the life where she put four exclamation marks in a row. That was probably what happier, less uptight people did. A promising <laughs> omen. <laughs> like, all right, this life's not too bad. Okay, okay. So to clarify, I think she went into a book where she married <clears throat> her her ex her fiance mm-hmm. that she lost some time ago. So she's like, "All right, I want to live the life when I didn't leave my fiance." Mm-hmm. <laughs> so before I read this highlight, um, so she's living in this life with this fiance, Dan, Dan, and um, long story short, she didn't like it. Yeah, so. it started off not bad. She had a bar with him. That was his dream, and mm-hmm. her dream was to do something. I don't remember. Uh, <clears throat> and his dream was to own the bar. So she was there with him, married to him, had the bar. But it seems like there were some like marital problems happening, and she realized, you know what? I was right in not choosing to marry him. <laughs> like, yeah, this she isn't the life. She realized that he had cheated on her at some point. Um, This was in the past, but it was still there. Uh And it was like unresolved. Well, I think they resolved it. Because she just brought it up like... And he's he's like, well, I thought we talked about this before. Mm. Why are you bringing it up again? Mm. But anyway, she didn't like it. And here comes the highlight. She reached the bathroom, switched the light on. There were tingles in her arms and legs and torso, like electric static in search of a station. She was fading out. She was sure. There wasn't long left here. The disappointment was complete. Mm-hmm. So, here's the thing. Okay. She comes into this life, but she has no memory of what happened into this life. Um, she has no idea what kind of relationship she has with this guy. Um, only, only, the only thing she knows is her previous life's relationship um with that huge lack of context there's zero way she can integrate into into a life like this mm-hmm. um especially so- you know <laughs> the whole getting married thing like you create a life with a person yeah. so she couldn't have i don't think weaseled her way into this marriage and bar ownership and just like yeah, exactly. Not be suspicious. Because relationships grow over time. <laughs> you can just land on one and expect to know the nuances. Mm-hmm. It's, it's after, works. after conceivably skipping, like, I don't know, say 10 years or whatever since they had broken up. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like this was an unfair trial. Oh, I see. Yeah, because this is her first. Is it her first? It's her first dive. But if it, it was like the whole Midnight Library concept is pretty unfair. If you don't get the context behind that life that you're trying. I think that's the point, though. But then... Unless you're picking up a life of your alone... It's pretty hard, because you're trying, you're, you're living someone else's shoes and you don't know who that of someone else is. Mm-hmm. You don't get their memories or something. I feel like... She should have at least 
seen like a video clip of her life up until then, so she understands where she's at. Right. And, and, I see what and, you're saying. And this gets worse later in, in the Fisher's things you try, so we'll bring it up again later. Mm. But no surprise, she's like, oh, this is not what I wanted, or this is not what I expected. It's not what I expected to be. Right. So she's like, I'm out. Yeah, yeah. She goes back to me like, right. Even though it was one of her regrets, now she's yeah. living it. And she's like, actually, that regret was valid. Yeah. Page 61. Um, but what happens to her? To me? How does she end up? How do I know? I only know today. I know a lot of stuff. <laughs> I know a lot about today, but I don't know what happens tomorrow. No. <laughs> so she's not asking like, hey, what's going to happen to the... The, her, the version of me that... The version of her, yeah, from the book she was just in. Uh, <clears throat> same page. Yes, but I was there for half an hour in that life. And that other you won't know that. She will remember what you just did and said, but as if she did and said them. Which is weird, you know? Because right? if, you know, <clears throat> we experienced... Nora in this life and she like didn't really know what was happening so she was kind of like mincing her words and trying not to like lead on too much and she's like I don't know who this person I'm talking to is uh, but I'm just gonna roll with it and then with Dan you know they had their like bickering argument what have you um but then you know real Nora in the in the alternate bar life is gonna you know snap and be like what the fuck just happened? Was I drunk? <laughs> yeah, was I drunk for a half an hour? Like, why did I say those things and, yeah. and seem like I didn't know who I was talking to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that is also an unfair uh, consequence of jumping into someone else's life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. The worst part is, like, she was only there for half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and she caused, like, all this. <laughs> wow. Mm. Just because she didn't know what was going on, it's not her fault. Page 64. Mrs. Elm kept her eyes on the page she was reading. There were many things that you don't understand. As for the life in which Voltaire was still alive, I told you didn't. Mm. What? She put her book down. You asked for the life where you kept him indoors. That's an entirely different thing. Alright, so we kind of skipped a little bit here, but one of the lives she tries was one where, he, where her... She she kept her cat inside because on her original life, her cat had died. Um, on the she saw him the cat dead on the street outside. Well, it turns out that uh, oh, we highlighted. Um, so so he had died. The cat had died in her original life, and then she went to this life where she thought, you know, I kept him indoors, but then he was just like a sad. Yeah, it was a side Unhappy. cat with yeah. yeah. So and she was like, I don't want to see my cat like this. And then he eventually still died. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Turns out the cat had heart <clears throat> problems. Oh. So apparently the cat left the house so that oh yeah, so that she wouldn't see him yeah. die. So she didn't know any of that. Yeah, anyway, it's very depressing. Okay. Mm. <laughs> 66. Once she had flipped to the last page, she saw one of her very last regrets. I was bad at looking after Voltaire. Slowly disappear from the page. Oh, so she's changing her trajectory. And once she realized that the cat was actually sick, it wasn't mm. <clears throat> her fault. Yeah, then. and fate still would have, you know, caused him to not be alive. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
Next page. So you see, sometimes regrets aren't based on fact at all. Sometimes regrets are just... She searched for the appropriate term and found it. A load of bullshit. <laughs> I wonder if by the end of the book, she would have eliminated a lot of her regrets. Maybe, maybe that's the goal. And then she just go back to original life and be like, eh, it wasn't that bad at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's burn that letter I wrote. <laughs> mm-hmm. 84. 84. Okay, she said, I would like a life where I am successful. <laughs> Mrs. Elm tended disapprovingly. For someone who has read a lot of books, you aren't very specific with your choice of words. <laughs> which comes to bite her in the butt. Yeah, successful in what? <laughs> what? Uh, she's like, I want to be successful. Successful. Oh, yeah. Doing exactly, what? Yeah. Exactly. Next page. Regrets don't leave. They weren't mosquito bites. They itch forever. No, they don't. You don't regret how you were with your cat, and nor did you regret not going to Australia with Izzy. Oh yeah, we skipped this, but one of the lives that she tried was... Um, Her best friend. Yeah, Her. a life where she would have gone on a trip with her best friend, but it turns out that... The ramification of her going with the trip means that her friends die. her friend dies. So she, she bails out of that yeah. that life real quick. She's like, oh no. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. 90. 10 15 a.m. No art to, to deliver talk. 10 45 a.m. Audience QA. 11 a.m. Meet and greet. Oh my god. Can you imagine it? I already feel uh, nervous about this. She this gets, stressed me out. Right, right. She gets tossed into a life. She has no memory. This is a life where she never quit swimming. So this was her, I want to be a successful life. Yeah. So she's successful at swimming. Um, uh, she won some Olympic medals and whatnot. And she looks at her schedule. And she has to deliver a talk, do some Q&A, and then meet some people for a life that she has no idea what the heck is going on. Yeah. And from what I recall, she like doesn't have her speech or anything mm-hmm. she doesn't know how to get into her laptop or some something 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 yeah uh, yeah hmm. 97 right, in this timeline her mother had died way back in 2011 and all this because Nora had never sat in that car park in Bradford and told her dad that she didn't want to be a competitive swimmer she felt that feeling again and she was fading away and she had worked out that this life wasn't for her and was disappearing back to the library. But she stayed where she was. She said goodbye to her dad, ended the phone call, and continued to read up on herself. So this was... So she, I guess she realized in this span of time that her dad was alive when yeah. he was the one who had died when she was young. So she calls him and like he has this other family i guess or another wife or something 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 uh uh which i think i like that part of the book where you know she's like oh my god dad is alive like i need to talk to him right now yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, i think hey, go ahead. i think she meets up with her, her brother and her brother is like totally cool and started being a, like i don't know a drug addict or something her original life um so she's like oh cool and her brother's like hey you want to talk with that it's like, wait, what? what? <laughs> yeah. Has a conversation with her dad, and during the conversation, she learns that her mom is actually dead now. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, what do you expect? Different life, I guess. Mm-hmm. 
page 104. Weirdly, she felt just as sad for the version of her who had never fallen in love with the simple beauty of Torell's Walden, or the social meditations of Marcus Aurelius, as she had felt sympathy for the version of her who never fulfilled her Olympic potential. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Page 112. And, and the thing is, the thing is, <laughs> that we consider to be the most successful route for us what we consider to be the most successful route for us to take actually isn't, because too often our view of success is about some external bullshit idea of achievement. An Olympic medal, an ideal husband, a good salary. We have all those metrics that we try and reach, when really, success isn't something you measure, and life isn't a race you can <laughs> win. It's all bollocks, actually. So this is during her speech. <laughs> yeah, She's yeah. making up as she goes, the audience is like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's supposed to be like this um, go get him speech talker. Um, mm. And she's not saying like, none of that matters. Be yourself. Be free. And, I mean, obviously she goes back to the library after this. But then she le- she leaves her, her competitive swimmer self with this like, terrible speech that she then has to like, <laughs> she's like Bye. backtrack and figure out like Q&A. yeah oh no <laughs> why did you speak so terrible I don't know I blacked out what did you mean when you said this We're, sentence uh, yeah I don't feel good <laughs> Bye. Ooh, maybe uh, yeah so, <laughs> an interesting thing in this line is that she's redefining success as something completely different to what she saw when she entered the book like, what? if you remember, she's like, I want a book about a, when I had a successful life. Mm-hmm. Which, at that time, it meant, like, she was an accomplished swimmer. And now she, in her speech, she's like, that's not what success means. Olympic medal, all of that. Uh-huh. So, she's really finding her idea of success yeah. through this experience. That's true, that's true. Yeah. Next page. 112. At the moment she has said it, and the moment she had said it was nice to be there, was also the moment she wasn't there at all. <laughs> she bailed out, she's like, bro, good luck handling. Yeah, she like just had ended the speech, like, nice to be here, and then poof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 114. From the book to here, the life you choose to hear, it seems there is a problem. A problem with the whole system. Something beyond my media control, something external. You mean in my actual life? Yes. You see, the Midnight Library only exists before you, because you do, in your root life. So I'm dying. It's a possibility. That is to say, it's a possibility that we're reaching the end of possibility. <laughs> all this to say, I don't, I, like, I don't know how she died on her original life. Did she take pills or something? Yes. But it, yeah, it looks like her, her body is dying. So yes. her mental journey is about to end. Turns out to be fine. Like I think she recovers long enough for her to continue her her adventures. But the weird thing is, apparently, time is passing while she's here. Oh. Yeah, I feel like that's. A oh, bit I see. I see. Yeah. <sighs> well, that's. Oh, scary! So, what <clears throat> happens if she dies in her original life? She did. And then she herself is like in one of these books right does she like Ooh. poof hmm. out of there and then just like disappear into nothing good question i don't like, know yeah hopefully we'll get to well maybe not hopefully we'll see what happens mm. 124 
I truly hope you don't get eaten. I would miss you so long as you are menstruating. <laughs> you should Whoa, be okay. <laughs> Jesus, what? They can smell the blood from a mile away. Oh, is this when she's on the boat or whatever? <laughs> the Arctic. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> she's like, uh, the fuck? <laughs> I can't remember what type of book she picked, but anyway, she ended up in, in this research center in the Arctic. Mm-hmm. Um, and here's the thing, she has no idea what this... She's supposed to be like a, a researcher in, in rocks and, and, and glaciers and whatnot. But she doesn't have any of that knowledge, so she's become totally useless and probably gonna be broke after a few months if she decides to stay here. But anyway. Oh, oh, oh okay. <clears throat> Sorry. So, um, she's. Um, something, something far away from everything with a purpose, helping the planet, researching the impact of climate change on the front line. So, that's pretty much exactly what uh, she ended up doing. Yep. Anyway, so um, her task for this day <laughs> as a member of this research group is to keep a lookout for polar bears. Fuck that. <laughs> and she's like, uh, alright, what do I do if she sees one? I don't worry, low chances you actually see one, unless you're menstruating. <laughs> Staring the eye. <laughs> but also, here's a gun. Good luck, bye. <laughs> yeah. Of course, the, the, there is a polar bear. <laughs> yeah, that. Oh my god, I was like listening to the audiobook. They're like screaming, Bear! Bear! Yeah. <laughs> Page 131. The banging wasn't working. The bear was closed. She wondered if she could reach the rifle. Laying on the ice, it was slightly too far away. She could see the bear's bass, pawed feet, armed with claws, pressing to the snow dust rock. Its head was low, and its back, black eyes were looking directly at her. Library! <laughs> Take me back! <laughs> she didn't want to die. And that oh was God. the problem. In the face of death, life seemed more attractive. Aww. As life seemed more attractive, how could she get back to the midnight library? Yeah. She had to be disappointed in life, not just scared of it, right? to try again with another book. <laughs> oh my God. She's passing out. Oh. Can you imagine? Like, all these rules are fucked. <laughs> okay. 134. So, um... Let's see. So she bangs a ladle to keep it... To scare the bear away. And then I think it just disappeared. Yeah. Like, it was charging, and then she made loud noise, and then it was like, oh, fuck this. Yeah. Okay. 134. She was in shock, but it was a slightly different kind of shock than the others of the, on the dinghy assumed. It wasn't the shock of having been close to death. It was the shock of realizing she actually wanted to live. No, oh. nothing like a death scare. Oh, for real. This is why you should, we should jump out of airplanes more often. Honey. <laughs> <laughs> more often, okay. Mm. Okay, <clears throat> 142. So she, there's this guy named Hugo. And he seems to be kind of like a companion. And they're talking, and he's like saying things, and she's like, "What? what is the undercurrent here? Uh, and so he says, I am like you, Nora. I visit lives that are not mine. I have been in this one for five days, but I have been in many others. I was given an opportunity, a rare opportunity, for this to happen. I've been sliding between lives for a long while. Um, and then it ends, and that's the end of our section. <laughs> so... I was a little disappointed that that's where we ended, but I think it it's a good 
stopping point because things will potentially change. Although it do- now that I'm reading it again, he says I have been. Uh, I was given an opportunity, so I don't know if that necessarily means that he had died and is now going through his little regret book. Like maybe he has a a different book that's like adventure book of adventure, oh. <laughs> or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe his circumstances are different. But I definitely yeah. agree. This is a good good time to stop because it changes the whole dynamic here now yeah. that there's another person that can tell her how things work uh-huh. if he even knows or is willing to share to share yeah and also that kind of leads to like how long is she gonna stay in this life is she gonna stay because she now has like a intel yeah or- well, well, how is she gonna find him and if she goes to another book that'll be interesting to see maybe there's a streak Ugh, to it I don't want that to happen <laughs> A, like portal fantasy but chasing after someone somehow uh, I hope it doesn't that's all I have to say <laughs> alright well next time we'll go through 144 to uh, the end of the book yeah okay. what do you think is gonna happen um I like having these little kind of side adventures this one will probably last a little bit longer for the reasons that we said uh, but I think ultimately at the end of the book she is going to realize that she likes life enough to want to live in her original life mm. yeah think? yeah. I, I I think so as well I think this is like a coming out age mm-hmm. like a hopeful like she learned that <laughs> her regrets are not that big of a deal mm-hmm. and then eventually she'll decide to live her life Right. Back in her original life. Yeah, and maybe there would be like a nice little epilogue where she like is a productive member of society and is happy. So, yeah. so what I think is going to happen aside, it'll be really cool if they do something totally different and she's like, I wish I made it to space or whatever. And oh. She's like an astronaut and and she has fun in a, in, a, in a totally different and new life. I think the Arctic Circle is enough for me. <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like it bears her a little bit too much. The, yeah, yeah. And she knows nothing about those rocks, so I don't think she can sustain herself in this life too, too long. Right, yeah. She yeah. was like kind yeah. of BSing on her uh, research topics. So. Yeah, she needs to pick that a is, line. So yeah, she's not going to stay in this one for very long, but it, it's been fun. Yeah, she needs to pick a life where, where she's able to, to manage it. Like, I don't know, I've, a life where she won, wins the lottery or whatever and <laughs> doesn't have to worry about do you think she will find another life and then stay in that one? Is that what you're saying? That's what I want to happen. I don't think that's gonna happen at all. I think this is one of those books that teach you a lesson, and then <laughs> yeah, and then she's like you said. I think she's just gonna learn a lot and then go back to her original life. Yeah. But I would like to see something cool like that. Like yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this book has pretty high rating, so I guess it depends how. Yeah, the begins. Yeah. Have you ever read anything by this author? No. Me either. Oh, we shall see. Mm-hmm. All right. Signing off. See you guys.